My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today and it is a lovely Friday for myself and hopefully for my guest as well and everybody else listening. Don't know if this is going to air on a Friday, but it's Friday for us and I'm excited. <laughs> the guest I'm bringing on today, you guys, she is just incredible. Uh, Teresa Lambert. She's a business strategist, best-selling author, speaker, coach, mentor that supports service-based entrepreneurs and coaches to scale their businesses from five to six or multiple six figures while gaining that freedom to play back, which is, let's be honest, everybody, we all want that, right? So she's also the host of the Diary of, of a Six-Figure Coach podcast and the co-host of Dissecting Success. So welcome to the show, Teresa. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day, especially when you're in such a beautiful country right now. She's all the way in Mexico, you guys, in Tulum, beautiful Tulum. So thanks for taking the your you know, stepping away from the beach and coming on my show. I appreciate it. Oh my God. I'm so happy to be here and have this conversation with you. I know it's going to be just a, a great convo and, you know, it's Friday. I agree with you. I'm like, it's Friday. In yeah, Tulum. Right, uh, yeah. In Tulum. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Well, oh. <laughs> yes, you guys. Teresa is living in Tulum in a gorgeous place and living the dream. So, you know what? I can't, you know, Teresa, maybe this is a good time to go back and take us a little bit through your journey as to how you got to where you are today, living in Tulum, running a business, doing some incredible things, because this sounds like the dream life that, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs would love as well. So, I'll let you take the stage. Oh my goodness. Um, it's been a wild few years. I think I'm gonna like pre-warn you for that. Like I didn't just like wake up one day and end up in living in Tulum and building my business and doing all this stuff. And I always like to start with that because I think oftentimes we we hear people talk of where they are and where they live and what they get up to, and we get this idea that it sort of just happened for them. And like that wasn't me. Um, it wasn't me at all. So I'm going to give you like the, the fast, like rapid rundown of how I ended up here now having this conversation with Brit. Brit, I just called you Brit. Is that okay? Um, Brit, Brit yeah, all the way. Brit, I love okay. it. <laughs> but, you know, for me, unlike a lot of other mentors and coaches or strategists in this space, I actually was in business long before I became a coach. I was in luxury hospitality. I had the pleasure of scaling a beautiful boutique hotel in Whistler from seven to eight figures, doubled the workforce, and had a huge career in the hotel industry and in hotels. And I loved that job. I loved it. I gave everything to it. I burned out multiple times and ultimately got into this place where I was like, I was 33 years old at the pinnacle of my career in a place where most people would dream of living and dream of being career-wise. And I didn't want it. I didn't want it. And I was kind of broken on the inside because I was like, how is it that we work so hard to get to a place and then we get there and we like literally don't feel the success. We don't feel where we are. We, we're kind of like, how can I not be happy 
when I have all this? And this was a pivotal moment for me that sort of started having me go down this rabbit hole of personal development. I became a health coach, um, not to become a health coach, honestly, to self-help myself out of a really shitty situation because I was struggling to keep it together at work. I was like pressure, you know, putting pressure on myself to continue to scale and achieve and like lead a big team. And I was like under the pump constantly on 365 days, 24 seven, as you are in the hospitality industry or hotel industry. So if any of you listening works in that area, I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. But ultimately, I really learned that it isn't all about what you have and it isn't all about what's external and there's an internal journey and an internal way of doing things and processing things and creating things that I had no clue about, including things like, manifestation and and how we can really align how we want to feel in our lives with what that looks like tangibly in the actions that we take and how that then translates into the work that we do so who we're being and how we're feeling can become an extension or reflection of what we do instead of defining who we are by what we do and so that was a huge huge shift for me and it was kind of your pivot you would say it was the first pivot into saying there is more to this than work. There is more to this than a career. There is more to success than what I learned it was, which was a big title, a big job and a big paycheck, quite honestly. Like that's how I grew up. Like be ambitious, do your thing, go after it, get it. Like, and that's how I approached pretty much everything in my life, to be honest. But my career was like the only thing that really mattered for me. So Anyways, fast forward, I got into the coaching. I started coaching people. I wanted to do team performance, really help companies create more high-performance teams in the hotel-specific space and do hotel management consulting. So I actually ended up leaving my role as a GM in January 2020. And I was like, let's take a little bit of a break. And then I'm going to reach out to my network that I'd spent nearly two decades building And uh, I remember March 14th was the day I incorporated my business. I had a bunch of like work and contracts out there that I was working on, like nailing down, you know, like getting those signatures on. And I was like, this is going to be a great year. Like I'm going to do so well. Yeah. And then the the world shut down and uh, I was like, what am I going to do now? when my entire plan was to help hotels and hospitality businesses in terms of my consulting and business site and and work with teams and hotel and hospitality and do executive coaching and like and I was like this shit's not gonna happen and 2020 was rough like if I say rough it was rough I think I made like $16,000 in revenue in my business (laughs) Not alone, by the way, I think it will relate to those listening. 2020 was hell. (laughs) Yeah, it was tough. And at the same time, I wrote my book. I published my book. I became an Amazon bestselling author. You know, there was all of that good stuff happening too, but it really showed me how so often we see one side, but not the other. You know, people just assumed I was doing so well and being so successful, like financially. And 
that just wasn't there. And I was literally like, what, what am I going to do? And I had experience building brick and mortar businesses, like, you know, restaurants, lounges, spas, the hotel site. But as far as an online business, even though we did a lot of online marketing, obviously, and sales, and like I had loads of backing in that space, how to translate that into getting your own business to scale to six figures and build an online community of people that actually want to buy from you and like all this stuff, I didn't know. So I just was like, I'm just going to learn everything I can about like online businesses. I'm going to figure this out. And what I realized through the next sort of few months in my own business and with those around me was that there's a lot of people in business who have really no clue about business because they got into business not to be in business, but to be a coach, to be a copywriter, to be a graphic designer, to be, you know, whatever the service profession is that you you have. And that's their passion. But their passion isn't business. Their, their passion isn't the foundations or how you do certain things or how you strategize. And then people started coming to me asking me if I was doing business coaching. And I kind of was like, mm, I don't know, I don't know. And then I was like, sure, I, I do business coaching. I was just like, whatever. And then people started coming to me for business coaching. And I started to be like, oh, right. Because I'm actually getting better at figuring this out for myself. And then my business really started to take off because I was like, yeah, right. I have a strategic mind. I do things in a certain way. And because of my journey of burning out in the hotel industry, I said to myself, I'm going to build my own first, sixth, and seven, and then eight-figure business. And I'm going to do it without burning myself out. I'm going to do it with space in my calendar. I'm going to do it in a way that allows me to live my life. And that's what I was committed to. And so 2021 was my first six-figure year. And I was like, holy shit, what is happening? And then we had it into 2022. And at the same time, my life was falling apart behind the scenes. My marriage was falling apart. And um, I was struggling to keep it together, you know, kind of like feeling like I can't fully show up as me, even online. I was feeling like I was holding myself back. Um, I like when he was home, like I wouldn't like want to be on calls or do things because I constantly felt judged. And like there, and oh there was like, so much going on. Teresa, I know how you feel. And I swear people listening are going to relate. So thank you for sharing that piece because that piece right there, not coming out uh, authentically as yourself because of, say, your husband being home or wherever you are. That is something so many people struggle with. And I haven't talked about that on the podcast yet. So thank you for bringing that up. Very relatable, but continue. You're so welcome. You know, I think one thing I realized for all that is the amount of resistance we create when we're not really speaking up about the things that are in our space or speaking up about the things that aren't working for us or being surrounded by people that we feel we have to dim our light in order to fit in. And a lot of that requires internal work. Um, but I also realized that you really want to be surrounded with people that are fully supporting you. And, you know, I'm going to put this out there. And I always say that I take responsibility for my half of the relationship and the marriage not working out like a hundred percent. I made mistakes. I also am a risk taker. I invested huge amounts in 2020 and 2021 to learn what I needed to learn about online business to be able to translate my experience in hospitality 
and hotels and scaling that way and how to translate it into a virtual space, into an online space. And once I figured out how to combine the two, things started really working for me and I, and I used that as a foundation, but I was, you know, fi- fi- we had financial, like I was financially struggling, even though money was coming in, more money was going out, you know, like there was a lot of things going on. And so, you know, ultimately May, 2022, I packed my bags and I said, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. We were doing counseling and all this stuff. And I was like, I really have to get clear about everything that's out of integrity with my values, with my vision, with how I want to feel. And I just got to put everything on the table. And on top of that, in my business, the way I had set things up, now that life shit hit the fan, I started being at capacity. I couldn't take on more clients. I was like struggling. I had all these programs that I had pre-sold that I needed to deliver. Everything relied on me. I didn't spend enough time on creating systems and processes scaling up to that point. So I had this huge first quarter, first, second quarter in like 2022. And I was like, finally feeling like, okay, I'm getting ahead of this. And then literally between dismantling my life and moving and living out of the back of my car and like you staying in different places and getting clear on all my shit, like how I was like, out of integrity with myself, I was like maxed. And I like, by the time July came around, I was like, I'm done. I'm going to stop taking on clients. I'm just going to like serve the clients that I currently have. And I'm going to figure out how to get myself out of this mess and also figure out how to put things in place in my business so I can actually scale beyond that six figure mark. Because at this point, you know, that was there, but I was like, this isn't, this, I didn't do all this to have a business that generates a hundred thousand dollars a year in sales. Like, you know, I mean, for some people, this is huge, but for me, like, this is not what I am ultimately after because of a longer term vision I have, Mm -hmm. but yeah, this is, and then I started traveling and ultimately I, here I am in Chile. I love this, Teresa. Thank you for sharing. And Back to like, you know, what would be your, because from experience, what would you say your biggest piece of advice is to those listening that are thinking of, you know, leaving the brick and mortar and wanting to convert or transition into online, the online space, because that is something that takes a little bit of time and, you know, really thought through process. What would your biggest piece of of advice be to those people looking to do the same? I mean, I think one really big thing, and and this is something that I see so many entrepreneurs underestimate, it takes time to build an online community. It takes time to build a following. Get really clear about the one thing you want to be known for and start talking about it now. Even if you don't know yet how you're going to monetize, you know, even if you don't know yet what that business is going to look like, but if you're like, in a brick and mortar business and you're doing what you're doing there, or maybe you're working for somebody, you know, maybe you're working for an agency and you want to become your own entrepreneur and your own business, you know, start building now. Don't wait until you have everything figured out, like start taking messy action, put things out there, but really start getting known for, for the one thing you want to be known for. And you can always, you know, refine down the road, but building a community 
online that actually cares about what you have to say is so valuable for your long-term success, but it's a long-term game. This is not a quick fix. You know, you're not going to just put up free posts and then things are going to roll. You're not going to just put out free podcast episodes and then, you know, you're going to monetize your podcast. Like it's, it's going to take systems and time and your willingness to show up and build it. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about how you do go about, you know, scaling businesses to six figures or multiple six figures using feminine flow. Yeah, I love that. So, you know, based on my story, you can probably tell I'm a very ambitious person. So work mode and doing is like my natural state of being. Like for me, the work has always been slowing down and being still and actually prioritize my life. It it is not natural for me to be more dedicated to my life than I am to my business. And so it's like, how can we balance and blend? And how can we feel like there's a flow to the work that we do so that it feels natural to us? And so this is where I really had come to terms with two things. One, in the online coaching space, we are being sold a dream. Smoke and mirrors, right? Like just sit on the sofa and have a vision and like manifest your best life in Tulum. And it's just going to happen. Just as long as you believe it, like you have to really believe it and you have to be in full alignment with that vision and you have to embody your higher self, it's just going to happen. I am fully transparent here. There was definitely a time, even though I have nearly two decades of business experience where I bought into it and I was like, I got to be just in alignment and in flow and I don't have to do all this much stuff and well, it was not working. And I started to feel like an imposter. There was something wrong with me that I wasn't believing enough, you know, any of that sort of stuff. And so what I realized was that um, I was kind of had become a little like adverse to like strategy and structure and systems and processes and and doing the things you got to do in order to actually move towards the things that you want. And so there was this like wounded energy around this more masculine energy as as you hear you know the coaching industry talk about it where it's kind of like we're like oh we don't do that no we don't do that you know we're like the cool kids over here and we just manifest on the sofa or on the beach and like everybody else has to do things but we just look pretty over here and it all works right like and then they don't tell you that they have all these like strategies and systems and processes actually in place like even the people that say they manifest everything taking action and actually take action you have to take action and so what I realized was one I needed to heal my relationship with that and actually say "Hmm, what if this masculine energy the structure the systems actually was the thing that helps us feel safe and held and supported and make sure we're moving in a direction that we say we want to move towards Rather than, you know, essentially throwing a bunch of spaghetti at the wall every day, a different one, hoping they will stick, we actually can step back and focus when we have that in place. So embracing being held 
by this masculine structure. And when we do that, even though it might feel like it's going to box us in and it's going to restrict us and we're going to have to do all this stuff, what ends up happening is the feminine energy, as we know it, as the flow, the creation, the fun, bubbly, like, you know, that feminine, beautiful vibe actually gets elevated. Because in order for that to be present for you, in order to actually show up in that way and feel in that way in your life, you have to feel safe. You have to feel supported. You have to feel held. You have to feel guided. So when you don't feel any of that in your business, which I believe the majority of entrepreneurs right now are stressed trying to figure out how to make their businesses work and how to get to that, even that 100K level is like, oh my God, right? Like we get stuck and we do all this stuff because we are like, and we're like so far removed from being like, how can this possibly feel like flow? Because right now, like I'm working all the time and it's not working for me. So here is the the trick around this. When we put how we want to feel first, When you get really clear on how you want to feel in your life every day, day after day, like get really clear. What do you want this to be like? And then get really clear on things like your strengths. What are you naturally good at? Maybe it's speaking. Maybe it's content creation and you don't even know it yet. Maybe it's something else, right? Connecting with people, networking. Maybe that's what you love. Like when you start to understand your strengths and you start to understand how you want to feel, and you get clear on your values. And maybe you also tap into some spiritual things like human design and your astrology, which I like to do because I'm a spiritual jammy person living in Tulum, no surprise, you know? Then what you can do is you can literally reverse engineer your business strategy around all of that. So every action you take, every strategy you, you do, every system and process you implement supports the way you want to feel, taps into your strengths, make sure it's aligned with your values. So you are actually designing your business model in a way that naturally suits you. So then when you show up day after day and the way you show up and the way you build your business, because there's a hundred ways to do it, it feels good for you. And the plan and the fact that you're like, yeah, this is how I'm going to grow my business actually holds you steady. Because you're going to have to chop wood and carry water every day, every day to make it work. But now it feels good. And as a result, you start to be in this flow and you start to actually be in this embodiment and expression and this, you know, manif- this vision and manifestation of your highest self as we hear it described. And yes, then manifestation and things can come in because now You're clear on what you want. You have a vision. You're embodying the feeling of all the things that you say that you want now because you have access to that. And you're taking the actions to move yourself towards it, guided by a structure and a plan and a system and a process that helps you feel safe and secure and supported. This is great. And that's how I build business models and strategies with clients. Love that. Teresa, thanks for sharing. I mean, it's so important to embody it, but also get a clear vision, very clear as to, you know, clear on the values, what kind of systems need to be in place that are actually going to support you to get to where you want to be. And, and that action piece, that's like the, one of the biggest parts, right? Like actually taking the action to do it. But I think it's so important from the start just to get clear. And I think a lot of people in the same boat aren't 
crystal clear, right? And like for yourself, what was it the biggest, what was the biggest, I guess, change that you had to make so that you were completely crystal clear as this is where I want to go and this is why. And then take here are the next steps. You know, it was really calling myself out on my own BS and starting mm-hmm. to realize where I was being the bottleneck. Like I'm a creator. Like I can like at one point in time, I literally launched two new programs every single month. That's why in 2021, I launched a free masterclass and then I launched a paid program, two programs a month, every single month for 12 months, new things. So I was constantly in creation mode, constantly in creation mode, constantly working on something and it was working right on one end. But really, once I got to a certain level and I had clients, I didn't have all this time, right? I was like, well, and and then the pressure comes into always creating new things. So for me, I became a bottleneck because I was just creating so much stuff all the time. So I really had to pull back and say, I don't need all this stuff. I don't need all these programs. I can refine that and put in a better system. And I think the other thing too is also we're so quick to blame. And we all do this. Like as human beings, we do external blaming. Like it's a thing. Like you can look it up. I'm not going to get into details. But the, the thing is when something doesn't work in your business, we're quick to blame one thing. Like you might blame your program as the reason that it's not selling. But the program might not be the problem. Your program might be excellent. Maybe your sales page is even good. But the way you communicate the value of that program isn't. Or maybe you don't tell anybody about it. And you're just like sitting there on the sofa manifesting, you know, clients to come in and nobody knows that you sit on the sofa manifesting because you're not telling anybody that you actually exist. So we have to figure out where are the bottlenecks coming in. And and I was definitely 100% in my own way. And it was hard to let go of things that were working at one point and that got me to that six-figure level and say, you know what, I'm going to simplify, I'm going to do less, because ultimately what I want is more space in my life to actually, you know, I I had built my business to escape my life, because there was problems in my life, there was problems in my relationship, and I didn't want to be truthful about those problems. And I was kind of like, I think, hoping they would go away, you know, like, I, I just wanted that part to work so much, it was like, maybe if I fix all this, you know, But I think this is the thing, like we can't mask one thing, like everything kind of works together. And so you really have to be like, what do you really want? Like, what do you want your life to be like? And what are you willing to do and let go to actually get there? And it is scary to choose. It's scary to say, this is the plan and I'm going to stick with this plan. Like it is scary because when something is an instant gratification these days, we want to walk away from it. We are all look, like, we are so used to like receiving that instant gratification that we are not willing to sometimes wait for the delayed gratification, which pays off so much more in the long term. If we could just keep pushing, right? Just keep pushing and the consistency and taking that action will always pay off more than any instant gratification will. Um, so thank you for sharing that because it's so true. So Teresa, tell us a little bit about your intentions behind your podcast. And maybe also behind the one that you co-host and where, where are they at today? Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. So let's start with dissecting success. We've actually been recording for two and a half years and dissecting success 
began with conversations about sex success in 2020 on the balcony and literally my co-host Blair who's also a biz bestie we run a program together we literally were like we gotta talk about success and and basically dissect success what is it what what is it not like how do we get it how do we not get it like we really were like let's have these cool conversations and we're gonna do it for as long as it's fun and so over the last two and a half years we together have navigated death divorce miscarriages like you name it like life has been kind of rough and that podcast became a way for us to keep close to to really like internalizing the success and it kind of felt like a place to come home to for for both of us and it was kind of cool to see us transition for all of this and and we've just we're taking a bit of a break like we've finished season one after two and a half years of weekly episodes. So we've done it for a long time. So there was tons for you to dive into. And then we're just like sort of taking a little bit of a break. We both have lots of travel coming on and then we'll figure out what season two is going to look like. And Diaries of a Six Figure Coach podcast is my solo podcast, but I also have guests come on. And it was really a way for me to share transparently and authentically what it's like to build a six-figure business and to be a six-figure coach and what's really going on. And, you know, when I started that podcast, I had no idea what I was going to go through in 2022. So it's been a bit of a wild ride, but I really wanted to bring transparency into a space that is filled with quick fix, take these five steps and you're going to make 10K months, you know, stories. And I think it's really done us a disjustice because people have this idea that it doesn't require work to be able to actually get there and it's frustrating when you believe one thing and then your reality is another thing another. right and so so this podcast and I invite you all to to dive into is like a mix between stories and really truthful things about what was happening in my life, how I navigate it as a business owner, what I do, and also dropping a ton of gold about how you can actually scale your business and create that feminine flow. And and I talk about like all the foundational things that I believe are required for you to get there. And I also have honest conversations about how you can call yourself out on your own BS and how you can actually find bottlenecks. And like, I give you tangible things. I'm, I'm a tangible girl. Like I'm a strategy girl. Like, like this is just how my brain works. Like I just can't help it, but um, it's a good mix and it's fun and light. And, you know, I, I like to have a good time with everything that I do. So yeah, tune on in. I love that. Here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> All the way into limb. I love every piece of that. So now tell us a little bit about, I want to give you, we have such a short interview, you guys. I don't like that it's this short. <laughs> We're having such a good time. But I want to make sure before we jump up, jump off the show that, you know, Teresa, with everything going on, you have some incredible, like you're an incredible coach, mentor, speaker, you name it, you know. If there's anything that you want to talk about within the business or that you have to offer or anything coming up, I just want to give you the time now to take the stage and really talk about that with my audience as well. And also, Teresa, the best way to connect with you, if anyone's interested in reaching out, which I'm sure there will be. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I always love this question and I'm like, you know, what, what am I calling in in this season of my life? What am I really excited about? And I think for me, 
honestly, I, I, okay, so I've been out in the dating world. So I recently been like really excited about dating and how it ties into business, but I, I learned a, I learned a few things um, about dating and business that I found were really relevant. But one thing that I've really embraced recently and more and more in my business as I'm scaling is that it's a, as important for me to get to know my clients as it is for them to get to know me and know that we're really ultimately a go, good fit for each other and co-create, you know? And I think that that is so important because when I come in to your business and I support you as a strategist, as a CEO, as a mentor, like I am in your business. Like as far as I'm concerned, your business is my business. So I approach it as if I work for you, like, because I am working for you. And that's a different experience that you might have with, with other mentors or coaches out there, but I'm highly invested in people's businesses. I want to make sure that you get results and that we can really scale your business. And that requires a strategic approach. But it also is really important that we're honest and open with each other because I can't help you if you're not honest and I can't help you if you don't take action. And so for me, getting to know you is really key. So I actually have a bit of a wild idea floating about right now. And I feel like, I just feel like I want to invite you into this. So if you're listening and you're like, wow, I want to know more about Teresa. I want to figure out how I can work with her. I could really use some strategy and some systems and foundations and yes, I want to be able to feel awesome and have time and freedom to play while I'm building my business in a more strategic way and get to that six or multi six figure status. Then message me on my Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching. Send me a DM and just let me know that you have me on this podcast. And I will let you in on a way where we can literally date each other for 30 days. While we are figuring out if this is a good fit for you to come and join me in my strategic mastermind, which is an incredible space where we really dive into the strategic foundations, but you're also part of a beautiful group of powerful entrepreneurs, female entrepreneurs that are all building their businesses, that are all on the same path than you, that are supporting each other and celebrating each other. And it's a really fun, intentional space. And um, yeah, but but that is where I'm at right now. And um you know, I always have fun other things coming on as well. So if you're on my Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching, like I literally am on my Instagram. I just shared my apartment room, you know, moved into into Loom, and like you get to know me and you get to know my life. And I share a ton of free value. I do business trips every week where you can come on and get free coaching. Um, you know, I I like I show up. Like I love to give. For me, ultimately, the more people I can impact, the better. So just come on over there if you want to explore dating. <laughs> professionally <laughs> of course send me a dm at Teresa Lambert coaching and then let's chat and if there's any other resources that i have i will direct you from there Teresa, this is great i'm super excited and that that is such a good idea like you know get to know each other for 30 days to really see if it's a fit for you and the other person right uh, i absolutely love that so i just want to take the time to thank you Teresa, for coming on my show and really just you know not only talking about the victories but really being open and vulnerable to talk about, you know, the challenges as well, because that's real, that's raw and that's relatable. I mean, 
we're all going through challenges that we might not even be sharing with others. And I think the more we share it, you know, it gives others inspiration and hope to just keep pushing, you know, and taking that action and building the life that you really want and the business that you want. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. And, you know, I see the sun shining in the, in your window there, and I'm sure you're going to head out to the beach right away. I'm I'm so jealous, but I'm super happy for you. (laughs) Thanks so much, Teresa. Thank you. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you want to come on the show, just like Teresa Lambert did today to talk about your podcast, talk about, you know, your journey, teach us something unique within your business that you do. Please go to one um, top100interviews.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Ciao. Bye guys. Catch you on the next one. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.